Welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Breakthrough Podcast. I am your host, Ariba, and I just thank you for listening. Thank you for coming on, um, taking your time to listen within these 30 minutes because we be having a lot to say in such a little time. Now, the great thing about this is I can record as much as I want to, but I do a lot of analytics and I do a lot of research. So when you're doing a podcast, um, people listen to spin. If you look it up, it's not that long. So I give you 30 minutes when it's just me. If it's, you know, guests, then it's a little longer, but people are not going to listen after a while. And I want to give you the, the meat and the bones of the podcast. That's the reason why we call it the breakthrough podcast, because we want you to have that breakthrough or the ha ha moment in the beginning, the middle or the end. Okay. So that's how I do it. That's the way I do it. And that's what we hear. Happy May 1st to all my listeners. And thank you for the new listeners and subscribers. You guys are amazing. You guys are the reason why I'm still here. And I come back every Monday because of you guys. So thank you. And keep liking, sharing, subscribing. And also, I keep on forgetting. But the word of the year is manifestation and blessings. Mine is discipline. I haven't said it in a couple of other podcasts lately because we just trying to get to the meat of the podcast. So, again, the word of the year, manifestation and blessings, you know, on this podcast, I always have a word of the year. Also, you can like and share on YouTube. The last couple podcasts, uh, I think the last six haven't been on YouTube. I'm still trying to figure that out. But... You can like, share, subscribe on YouTube. I have a lot of things I do over there too. So it's still the Breakthrough Podcast on YouTube. Catch me over there. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe. And also, if you want an episode or you want something to talk about or you want to ask me a question, do it in the link below. We are here. You can do it on YouTube. You can do it on Anchor, Spotify, which is that's what we are now. And then you can also do it on Apple because we are on Apple all platforms. So thank you guys for listening, sharing, and subscribing. So to get right into it, like I said, it's May 1st. I live in Wisconsin, so it is raining. I'm hoping that May is much better than April was for us because April and May, I mean, April has been cold. Okay. I have this little running joke on my son that April and winter having a fight because April wanted to clock out because I feel like April was a woman and she PMSing. So she didn't want to come um, when it was time. And so winter was mad because he had to stay punched in. So he brought us a whole bunch of snow and very cold temperatures. And it was like cold, they're cold for it to be April. So it's a little running joke I have with the spring, I mean, with the season. So whatever. <clears throat> but we here. It is raining. And so... And how ironic it's raining on May 1st. April showers bring May flowers is what they all say. So hopefully May brings more warmer weather, beautiful weather. Because I like to go outside on my balcony. And I like to, um, last couple of days I've been going out there. It's been a little nicer. I like to go out there and relax and let the sun beat on me and sit there and relax. So I love doing that first thing in the morning. I'm a sunrise person. 
Um, my best friend is a sunset person, but both are beautiful. So whatever. We are here and back for another episode. So to get right into it, my weekend. Of course, we do a weekend recap for my new listeners. Weekend recap. Pretty much my weekend was pretty cool. Nothing too much. Uh, and it actually went fast. So Friday, I kept both both my kids stayed home for the weekend. So Friday, we pretty much just stayed in the house. And uh, then after I picked up my son from school, we I needed an outside break. Because I was sitting in the house with my daughter. And I felt like... The walls was closing in on me. And sometimes I come into these mental uh, states where with I worry it a lot. And I still do a lot. But I'm still trying to give a lot. <clears throat> I hate when my voice do that once I start talking. And I do my exercises. But whatever. I still try to give, uh, give a lot to God. Uh, as you guys know. So when I do go into these phases of. My mind is overthinking what I do personally. And I don't know if this will help somebody else. I have to get outside. I have to get into the air. I have to walk. I have to uh, just get out the out the four walls of my home. So my mind could not be thinking, overthinking at home. And sometimes our home actually makes us think negatively. And I'll expound on that. If you're at home all the time, like I am most of the time, and so you're at home and you're thinking about what you have to do, you have to think about what you, what's your next goal, what's your next thing. That's what I do. On top of, I clean a lot. I am a OCD person by cleaning, whatever. So on top of, you, you're trying to think about what bills have to be paid, things like that. And we're going through a recession right now. It's a lot of stuff. We all, we all going through something. Sometimes being at home may um, stop you from thinking positively. It may stop you from appreciating life. It may stop you from being grateful. It does. Because you guys, you just thinking about everything else. So what I did was I picked up my son. I was like, I'm just not, we're not going to go home. My son been having a rough time in school lately. And he had been having a rough time. So I thought it would help him. And also baby girl too, just to get out. Our favorite place to go here is the lake. We live like less than 10 minutes away from the lake. And it's a big beach and it's a big downtown area. So we went to go get ice cream. We got something to eat. And we just walked to the lake and walked around the lake. And it was like an experience for all of us that we love doing it every summer. But it was relaxing. And it actually helped me. It helped me focus and refocus and clear my mind. So that's what I did on Friday with my kids. And I enjoyed it very much. Um, then Saturday, we went bowling. Me and my kids, my best friend. And we had such an amazing time because getting the kids out and also bowling. I like bowling, even though I don't know how to bowl. <laughs> I like bowling, but it was something to get them out and let them see what is, you know, let them be out in the air and just be out. <clears throat> Let them be out and do what they have to do. So, that was Saturday. And then Sunday we went to church. And then I came home. And pretty much my weekends when I do have them, they're not going to their fathers. 
it's about them. So I try to make it about them as much as possible. So we stayed in the house and we uh, listened to music and I taught my son how to cook pot bars for the first time. I don't eat beef, but I know my kids are tired of eating the same stuff because I only eat chicken and, and like pretty much healthy stuff. And so I don't feed them the same stuff. They eat chicken. Well, I don't eat chicken. They eat chicken. They eat everything else. And so I think they're getting tired of chicken. I don't like chicken because it's just not the same anymore. It's just I stopped eating it cold turkey two years ago. And I'm so happy. I don't. So every moment I might make it for them. But with the prices of groceries right now, you got to improvise and think about what's going on. I mean, what you can get, what you can't get. So I had got him. Um, I wanted to teach him the quick way to make the part roll. So I got this a kit. The next time I'm going to teach him the longer way. But whatever. I taught him how to make pot rolls, uh, potatoes, and green beans. So, it was a pretty good dinner. It was really good, too. Also, so that was our Sunday. And then, at the end of the night, I usually do something with them on Sundays where they have to do something intellectually. So, my son, I gave him a podcast to listen to. Then, before that, he read to my my daughter so she could learn. Uh, um, she's learning how to read. So, we did that. So, Pretty much, that was our weekend, and that's the recap of that. Today, I want to get right into the podcast, and I want to talk about how to cut off toxic friendships. <laughs> now, the last two weeks, we have talked about seasons of friendships and levels of friendships, and... <laughs> Now, I want to give you some advice on how to cut off toxic friendships. From personal experience, I have not been good at this because I have been like things that was done to me personally. I just like, okay, it put me in a, a shadow box. It put me in this cold, I'm a cold person, so... It put me in a place where uh, it made me just standoffish. So when I cut off friendships, I just cut them off and that's not right. So I'm still learning that. Just a second. I need some water. I don't know why in the mornings. I drink so much water and tea before I get on here. Do my voice exercise. And as soon as I get on here, I want to sound like I'm clogged. Whatever. It's not going to stop me from doing this podcast. But whatever. Um, Back to what I was saying. So when I when it happened to me personally, when things have happened to me in the past, I have literally shut myself down. And when friendships and things happen, I just shut down and be like, I'll cut a friendship off or relationship before it happens to me. Not because of anything else, just because I, I didn't heal. Now I'm learning how to heal from friendships or relationships. I am learning the proper way of cutting a toxic relationship off. That's why I said toxic, not someone that's just make you mad, not a relationship that you just had an argument that you can get over. You may be being a brat. I know I'm a brat in most of my relationships and friendships. Um, and that's my transparency right there. So you may be in a brat, 
not those relationships. I'm talking about a toxic relationship. And if you want me to define a toxic relationship, here you go. You asked, here it is. Toxic relationships. Some of the things I talked about with the season friendships. The ones that are not reciprocal of your love, your understanding, your friendship. The ones that just take, 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 take. The ones that you're trauma bonding with. The only ones that y'all only got a common uh, commonality because y'all always talk about something negative. Think about those friendships. Think about the friendships that you actually call, the friends that you call friends that you may want to call on the phone. Or they call you on the phone. Is it always so negative or is it something that they're bidding about and you're helping or they helping you? Is it something like that? Is the friendship like that? Or is it we just want to nitpick about everything that's going wrong and nobody on this phone is bringing solutions? Those relationships. Also, the ones that, and I know this one is is a little more, more sensitive, the relationships and friendships that, you know deep down in your heart that they're not right for you to be in your circle or they're not right to have a relationship with. Because I tell you guys, and I said this too before, having a relationship and having a friendship is pretty much similar. The same work you have to do in a, a relationship, you do have to do in a friendship. And a lot of people don't look at it like that, but it's the same exact word. So, when I say having a relationship and friendship with the toxic people... And I say the ones that you know deep down inside, <sighs> they kind of irritate you when you see that phone ringing. The ones that you know going to be on that phone and it's not a good feeling when you, when you pick up. You'll look at the phone and be like, what are they about to complain about now? Those friendships. The ones that you know don't listen. They don't want to take no advice from nobody. They don't want no accountability. <clears throat> they just want to you to hear it their way, and they just want somebody to tell them they right. The ones that are verbally abusive, we in a lot of friendships that verbally abusive, and we don't know it, and we don't realize it. And so when we in um, verbally abusive relationships and friendships, <clears throat> we may think that, there's something they're saying something to correct us, but if you're having a, a relationship with someone and they having a conversation with you, and you guys giving your opinion about something, and everything that they say is negative about what something you say, well, I don't know why you did it like that because I do it like this. Well, you shouldn't even did that because I would have did this. If a negative rebuttal is what comes out their mouth every, each and every time, I think you need to rethink that friendship. I'm sorry this might hit home for a lot of people. And this might be a little sensitive for some people. But you should be in a relationship where you want to grow. In a friendship where you want to grow. And that y'all eating off each other. And y'all feeding off each other. And that your goals... In your dreams. Is this a friendship you can tell your goals and dreams and they can pray for you? Or they'll tell you all the reasons why I can't work. Is this a friendship that's a yeah, yeah, let's pray about that. Even if you you may think I have had friends that come to me with the craziest ideas. And I don't first thing cast down everything they say, it'd be like, okay, well, 
Sometimes I might say, think about it this way. Or, oh, that could work. Okay, cool. Let's pray about that. Or, I hope you get that. Oh, maybe you should look. And they look at solutions. My friend Brandy, she is a solution-driven friend. I promise you, I could come to this girl with a problem, and I'm just talking. She literally, and she like me, though. Literally. Well, what if I do this and what if I do that? And they'd be like, girl, I wasn't asking you to do all that. I was just telling you something. Well, she feel like if the, if she can and there's a need, she's going to do it. Even if she can't, she had to stretch herself. That's how she is. She's a Libra. <laughs> uh, I'm surrounded by Libras. Shout out to the Libras. Y'all are all so amazing. Also, shout out to the podcast I did this weekend. Um... Michael D. Payne and his friend, I, I'm so sorry I forgot his friend name, but we did a great podcast and we'll be doing another one together. I was uh, uh, a guest on his podcast um, and I'll get you guys that later, but I was a guest on his podcast talking about why women, why majority of women ask for divorce and family set up and everything. So it was an amazing podcast and I can't wait for you guys to hear it and see it and listen and my new followers and everything else and he's a pretty dope amazing person i can't wait to do some more work with him in the future so shout out to my care if you're listening to this thank you so much but back to what i was saying it made me think about that because some things we was talking about after the podcast was over um so when it's time to t- cut off those friendships those are the friendships the toxic friendships i'm talking about okay the ones that are not solution-driven, the ones that are not solution-based, the ones that make you feel some kind of way and you cringe, or the ones that you're just keeping around because y'all got something negatively in common, the ones that uh, you're just giving, 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 that's just taking, 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 the ones that you know that they don't listen to anything, they don't want accountability. Those are the toxic friendships I'm talking about. Now, I want to give you the how. First, I want to say, this is not for everyone. This is not for every friendship. This is not for every relationship. This is only what works maybe for certain ones. So I'm going to give you a couple ways, okay, to cut them off in the right way. Because I'm saying in the past, I just went cold turkey and cut people off. That's not right. I was ghosted, and I talked about this in my podcast a couple of times. I was ghosted by two best friends of my life, which now I feel like, it was a purpose and a reason, and I see the purpose and the reason why. But when I was ghosted, I still would have wanted to know an explanation or a reason why. So, and that, I realized ghosting is not cool either. You don't do that either. So, do not ghost people because it's rude, and it says you don't care, and you never cared in the first place, and you don't know how you may be negatively affecting someone for life, Okay. Especially someone you say you care about and you was in friendship with and you love. Stop ghosting people. Okay? First, I want you to to have a conversation. Let's just really dig deep on this. A conversation that meaning the person is listening (laughs) and you're addressing your issues. And secondly, they are receiving and not negatively rebuttaling about why 
They're taking accountability and responsibility. And they also are giving you the ways that they'll make the relationship better or they'll make the whoever they are better. Because it ain't just about the relationship. It's about who you perceive them to be. Okay? Sometimes our relationships are who we we perceive ourselves to be. So we we nurture people around us to grow into who we are. Or sometimes we admire to be somebody, but are we admiring to be them in a negative way or a positive way? Sometimes we think it's a positive way. It might be negative. So I want you to do a reevaluation of who you really call your friends and why you are connected with them. I told you that before, but also once you trying to cut them off and this is when you, you're pretty much okay. Everything kept on coming to the head. Then you address your boundaries this is a big one for people because people don't know how to address their boundaries. They think that everybody just supposed to walk all over them. You address your boundaries and you get it to the point of fact of, okay, going further in this relationship from now, I think I, I want this, I want that. I don't care if that's me. If you're going to call me every day, let's talk about something positive. If we're going to grow, we're going to grow together. We're going to talk about the future. Whatever your boundary is that will help the relationship grow, Secondly, I want you to do that. Talk about the the positive things that you want and the boundaries put up. Allow the other person to, because this is not one-sided. Allow the part of the person to say, do you have boundaries that you want to put up with me? Um, is that something that we're not going to do? Boundary meaning we're not going to talk negative every time we're on the phone. We can vent. That's a difference. And then we can bring a solution. But we're not going to just complain. Okay? So... Next, that's what I want you to do. I want you to talk about all the boundaries. I want you to talk about and vice versa and you listen to them. Secondly, thirdly, if that doesn't happen and one or two doesn't happen, then that's when you slowly, because if you got to address one and two and you get into the point of addressing one or two, that's the reason why I'm saying you're talk, cutting off a toxic relationship because it, this is where you kind of figure out is it's a relationship that's going to last and they're going to do the work and you're doing the work and you're truthfully doing the work. You can't just put it out there and just say you want to do something and then don't do it. You're truthfully doing the work because it's accountability for you too. And then also you are truthfully doing the work, but you actually trying to see where they're staying. Okay. Then that means when you given these boundaries or whatever, once you had the conversation, you try, you sit back and you see if they gonna call you, is they gonna do the things you do? Then when you start seeing that, that's when you slowly and I say slowly back off, meaning start replying to they they uh text messages, um, start replying to everything that they respond to you. You have some friendships that may not call you for weeks and then they come out of the blue and be like, hey, girl. No. <laughs> and that might sound cold, but that's not the cold. That's the transition. Then if they reach back out after you stop replying, because this is me saying not ghost them, stop being the first and stop doing the reaching out. After you have done it, then technically after you have stopped doing it, after you start reaching out, once they reach out, you express to them, okay, now, it's been such and such months, such and such weeks, such and such days, and I ain't heard nothing from you. Or you still doing the same thing. I think at this time, 
we need to separate or our friendship need to, you know, reevaluate itself. Our friendship need to take a step back. Maybe you put it on a time or pause, or maybe you just like right now and you have the heart to say right now, it's okay for us not to be friends. That is how you cut off a trauma bond relationship. Again, do not just ghost people. Now, if the person wants to respond and rebuttal, you give people a chance to rebuttal and respond and say, okay, I'm sorry, I apologize, you know what, I'll do better. But it gets to a point of fact where you have to determine, you, not them, you have to determine, are they really going to change and they're just saying sorry because we already addressed the, what they did wrong in the first two conversations and the first two uh, ways that you're, you're, you're trying to transition to cut them off to see if they still going to stay in your life addressing what they did wrong and putting up the boundaries. And so now we're here again. You have to make the honest decision to say, is this the relationship that I want to keep? Are they feeding off of me? Am I feeding off of them? Then that's when you got to go back to what I was saying about the levels of friendship. Go back to the one through six and see what level of friendship they are. Are they going to go back into associate mode? And if it's too bad that they did something, then, you know, you just want to call them out, call turkey. Or if they're associate mode, you talk to them when y'all check in with each other and that's it and that's cool. All right, cool. We could be associates. Or is it something that you just need to totally cut off? You have to make that determination, okay? Go back to level one through six where I was talking about the levels of friendships and then you put them in the right place. Or the season. Are they in the wrong season? Are you calling them a summer friend and they really a winter friend? The friendship is actually dead. There's no feeding off each other. There's nothing growing. There's nothing. It's all cold. And maybe that it be the time. All friendships do not need to stay around. Because if they're not helping you grow and you're getting this negative feeling... And you guys have are in two different spaces. It might be time to cut it off. That's easier said than done. But that might just be the time. Because there's no nourishment in the relationship. There's no flourishing. There's no flowers blooming. There is no springtime. There is no happiness. There is no uh, getting together and coming to conquering our minds. And That's when you need to cut off the friendship. Okay. A lot of times we don't want to, but it's hard. Cutting off toxic friendships is not easy. Um, me being one that have done it, I I don't because I've been hurt so many times. I don't give people. I do. I go through these steps now, but I don't give people too many chances now because at the same time, you would know. You would know if someone is really your friend if you sit back and evaluate. It's how they treat you, how they love on you, how they respect you. Why do we think that we don't supposed to get respect in relationships and friendships? That's the number one thing. If your friendship don't respect or your friendship don't respect you or the relationship that y'all in, then that might be another sign you need to cut them off. Okay? Respect and boundaries. If they're stepping over every boundary you put up, and it's like, you just been nitpicky about everything. You want to complain about everything I'm doing. No, it's like, if you're giving real things that hurt your feelings, that friend should understand, like, okay, I really did something that hurt them. Let me turn around and try to address what I did and turn it around and not make excuses for it, okay? That's what friendships are. I'm sorry. 
sometimes I'm sorry and I apologize. I apologize. It's just that. That's it. Or I didn't know I was doing it. I apologize and I'll be aware next time. That's it. There's no explanation. There's no making excuses for it. There's nothing where I did this because, you know, my family is going through so much. And I, uh, so I'm supposed to get the hardship of all your stuff? I don't think so. I'm good. I'll be here for you, but at the same time, now the person that called you and they in the ditch somewhere, I don't expect you to cut them off like that. Nope, call you somebody else. I'm talking about truthfully, honestly, being the person that if you're just the person that's reaching out, you're the person that's always giving, you're the person that's always the the giver and they're just needy and they want to call you when they need something and they want to call you when they want a negative complaint and vent, it's time to cut their friendship off. Well, that is today's podcast on how to cut off a toxic relationship slash friendship. I hope you liked it. I hope you um, find some value in it. And I will see you guys next week. Happy May 1st. And I love this friendship series because it was something that I just came upon because everything that everybody surrounded me. I love how God speaks to me when he wants me to talk about an episode or a series. So this friendship series it's pretty much blessing me. And I thank you guys for listening. I'm here on this platform to help those who have a breakthrough, an aha moment, so we all could be better one way or another. Thank you. Thank you for um, listening. And I'll see you guys back next week on the Breakthrough Podcast. Bye.